Hey, movie fans, my name is Benjamin Thevenin, and this is Movies as Mirrors, a podcast about representation in movies. I'll be your guide this week as we try something new with the show. As COVID-19 continues to unsettle our world, we thought we might switch up our approach to the episodes. So we're bringing back past guests to share what we're calling milestone movies, films that can be found on Netflix right now that they feel are significant in addressing issues of representation. And then, using the new Netflix Party extension on Google Chrome, we're going to try to watch these films together. All of us. You included. So stay tuned for our first Milestone movie episode, in which Alexis Romero Walker shares the 2016 film I, Daniel Blake. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a good chance that you enjoy watching movies, which, during the age of social distancing and stay-at-home orders, has changed a bit. A lot of us have more time at home nowadays and are likely watching more than we might normally. On the other hand, we're missing out on the communal viewing experience. Going to a movie theater with friends and family, sitting in a darkened theater with the crowd, sharing in the movie-going experience together, and then staying and talking through the credits about our responses to the film. Enter Milestone Movies, a new series of episodes we're doing on the podcast that gives us the chance to enjoy a movie one that addresses our show's themes of representation and cinema, together. Let me give you some of the details, and then we'll hear from Alexis about I, Daniel Blake. Now, during the quarantine, a new Google Chrome extension called Netflix Party has gained popularity. Netflix Party allows you to simultaneously watch and chat with others the same show on Netflix using your Chrome web browser. I used it for the first time the other day to watch Patriot Games, the Tom Clancy adaptation with Harrison Ford from the 90s, with my parents and siblings, all whom live in different states, and it was a great time. Now this Saturday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, that's April 4th, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, we'll be screening our milestone movie for the week, I, Daniel Blake, using Netflix Party. So anyone who wants can join in, watch, and chat about the movie together. So here's what you have to do to be able to join in. First, visit www.netflixparty.com to download for free the extension and then add it to your Chrome browser. When it's added, a little NP icon will appear at the top right-hand corner of your browser window. Make sure you're logged into Netflix and Chrome. And then on Saturday, we'll be posting a link on our Instagram, Facebook, and in the notes for this episode, wherever you download it from. And at just before 7 p.m. Mountain Time on Saturday, April 4th, copy and paste that link to open iDanielBlake in your Chrome browser. Click on the MP icon and then join the party. You'll be able to choose a little icon and username for the chat, and then we can enjoy the movie together. And don't worry if you missed some of those instructions, we'll be posting them in the notes for this episode and on social media. So you got it. Download Netflix Party just before 7 p.m. Mountain Time Saturday. Follow the link, and then join our viewing party for I, Daniel Blake. Now, for a little intro from me and Alexis for this week's movie. I, Daniel Blake was directed by Ken Loach and Laura Obiols, and it won the grand prize, the Palme d'Or, when it premiered at the Cannes Film Festival in 2016. The movie follows a middle-aged man named Daniel Blake, played by Dave Johns, who has just been ordered by his doctors not to work due to a recent heart attack. 
and who's having difficulty navigating the benefit system in his town of Newcastle, England. While struggling with the endless bureaucracy and the disability and unemployment offices, he makes a friend in Katie, played by Haley Squires, a single mother who's also struggling to make ends meet while caring for her two young children. Good morning, Mr. Blake. I'm appointed to carry out assessments for employment and support allowance. Can you walk more than 50 metres? Yes. Can you raise either arm as if to put something in your top pocket? Yes. Can I ask you a question? Are you medically qualified? I've had a major heart attack. I've been told by my doctor that I'm not supposed to go back to work yet. I'm afraid you must continue to look for work or your benefit payments will be frozen. There must be some mistake. If you've been deemed fit for work, your only option is job seekers allowance. Well, I want to appeal. You have to apply online, sir, as well. Monumental farce, isn't it? Looking for non-existent jobs. And all it does is humiliate me. You've done nothing to be ashamed of. You're alone with two kids. You've done amazing. I've seen it before. Good people. On the street. You could lose everything. Well, I'm not going to give up. When you lose your self-respect, you're done for. Yeah! Let's hear a bit from Alexis about why she feels I, Daniel Blake is a milestone movie. Hi, my name is Alexis Romero Walker. I currently am a PhD student at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, studying film and communication studies. I was on the podcast during the first season talking about The Shape of Water, and I'm really excited to be back and talking about another movie that I really like. Uh, So I chose this film because I think it is a great representation of those that are suffering from poverty, as well as a bunch of other um, marginalized groups. Um, I first encountered this film in a film theory course in my graduate degree and it was when we were talking about the about realism in film theory uh reading a lot of Andrew Bazan um or Bazin and talking about how film he thought was used as a means to show the real world and so we watched I Daniel Blake and I thought it was really compelling. It's a very simple film. It follows these lives um, during unremarkable moments, but these unremarkable moments are what are some of the most frustrating moments. If you're unfamiliar with Ken Loach's films, I, Daniel Blake is a great introduction to his approach. Like much of his work, this movie is interested in showing the struggles of working people in the UK and does so by emphasizing the day-to-day experiences of its characters. The film is profoundly empathetic to Daniel and Katie while being grounded in reality and resisting the sentimentality that a Hollywood movie addressing poverty might lean on. Come and talk to me then if you've got something to say. All right. I've tried to explain to the woman. I've never been to Newcastle before. We've just moved up here from London. I've been here a few days. I don't know where I'm going, okay? I was on the bus. It's gone the wrong way. We've run, got off the bus, run, so that wasn't any more late. She just doesn't want to know. She doesn't want to know. And now she's telling me she's doing a family for a sanction. What I want you to do is listen to me, okay? 
The lady's told you what's right. There's rules here, rules that we have to stick to, okay? It isn't against you, but you oh, have mate, a duty. Listen, I'm not saying it's against you me. You have All a I'm duty is, to be here on time. And I'm explaining to you why I wasn't here on time. Do you know well, what? I've got lost. I understand, right? But what I gather now is the decision maker. The decision maker's going to be sending you a letter through the post. You're going to have to wait for that, and then you're going yeah, to... Yeah, nobody... my kids have got to start school tomorrow. I've got I... about 12 quid in my purse. Do you know what, All I... because... You can't just calm down and listen to people when they talk. Right. You all Again, have to do this. Do you know what? I've listened to you. You've created a scene. I think I, you I've need... created a scene. No, mate. I, I've I think created... you need if to leave the building. If I was going to create a scene, you'd know about it. You need to leave the building. I'm sorry. You're okay, you need to... This is ridiculous. So, yeah. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed this movie because of the way it was filmed. It was very simple. Watching the daily life of these people just going through this really difficult time. Sometimes you have to just see the everyday life of those that you don't think of to see how the system treats them this way because because a lot of people think of those that are going to these food pantries and receiving unemployment and receive, going to homeless shelters. So many people think that these are just people that are trying to use the system, but no one really understands that being a part of the system in that way is not enjoyable you're not actually benefiting from it because the system is so difficult in itself i asked alexis if beyond appreciating the film she had any personal connection to the subject matter and she was very open with me about her own experiences growing up in poverty and the importance of representing these types of experiences on screen i grew up uh, in san Bernardino, california which is a very low income area and my parents have been on unemployment in and out um, my entire life. Um, I remember my parents being jobless and eating macaroni and cheese every night for dinner. Um, I lived with just my dad for a long time um, and because my parents are separated. And I was just with my dad for a while. And I think back about it and I think about when he did make me food and the days that he wasn't eating. And, and I was a kid, and I didn't really understand it. Um, I didn't even recognize it at the time. But when my dad would give me $1.50 to go get do a donut and some milk for breakfast, uh, but he never came with me. He would just send me, and he would stay at home. And, and, and I didn't think about how that was probably done because he could only afford for me to eat that morning. Um, and there were so many hoops he just had to go through all the time uh, when it came to unemployment and so many job applications that never went through. And um, it's, it's definitely not luxurious like a lot of people think it is when they think that people are just using the system. Um, poverty is very difficult and the requirements to be able to get out of poverty require a lot of access that people that are stuck in poverty don't have. So I think that this film does a really good job at showing how these marginalized communities, whether they just are people stuck in poverty or they're disabled or they have children, um, it's really hard to get out of that because it's a system that doesn't support people that are in that situation. So thanks to Alexis for being willing to share this movie with us this week and some of her own experiences related to its themes. She's a good friend, and I'm excited to be able to watch this fine film with her and with you listeners this weekend. So 
Remember, Saturday, April 4th, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Before the screening, we'll post a link for you to follow and join the Netflix party. Talk to you then. Thank you.